Hey family, welcome back to Prose and Poetry by Dempsey. I'm glad to have several more friends here today, and I'm just gonna let them introduce themselves real quick before we get started. Okay, my name is Sean Parsons. Um, I'm an educator, also a music producer. So anybody you're talking like you're not one. You trying to, that's that's the, the boy oh, that, you. That's, that's, that's nah. That's that's that's, that's natural. That's me. Okay. Okay. You get, you, okay. You're not getting the the producer right now. You're getting I got the you. person. I so. got you. I respect that. You know. Uh, my name is Nadia Franklin. I work in finance. I'm a poet and a photographer. My name is Dustin Mooney Jr. I'm a content creator. Yeah. Let's just, let's, just, let's just talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah, come on, right? man. Dustin, Dustin on, man. is being bougie. You know what Please. I mean? Because he do some big things. He had a conversation with Kevin Hart recently that we all are proud of. And uh, I want to give you your flowers with that, brother. I think it's so great to see your friends go from, you know, being college students to actually following their dreams and doing it in such a balanced way. Because you got your masters too, right? Yes, I do. It's crazy. Crazy. You too. Oh, I, yeah, but we're talking about you. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I can so, give you your flowers as well. I love that. You just, just did, that. you just did a voiceover commercial. For, yeah, for uh, Gucci Equilibrium. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was big, man. Thank you for bringing that back up. That's good plug. Yeah, I'm not going to uh, let you forget it. But I think it's uh, it reminded me of that moment of two black men going back and forth arguing in positive ways. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope your month is full of successful days and a lot of great ventures. I hope you just come up, brother. Nah, but man, so dope to see everybody. Um, grow and Sean, we had a conversation this summer, and as as a black man, I just met at an event. Mm -hmm. I think Nadia, you at that event too, and I think mm -hmm. definitely you definitely were there. Yeah, it was so out. dope to um to meet a new friend mm -hmm. who I connected with so easily, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and we haven't spoken since, so I guess we didn't connect that much. But <laughs> you here, um, and we are talking about friends, yeah. um, and boundaries, and I think that's such a necessary conversation because as we get older, as we talked about with Kwana and Shanae and Jessica earlier. It's like a process and it's an art to it, right? To make sure that you are growing together, that it's not a hindrance. So as we get into it, you know, and I, I'm, I'm going to expand it to even like understanding how to deal in um, when you're married. Because mm. I'm sure it's a different concept, especially, mm. right? So what are y'all doing actively now to kind of curate your friendships and have healthy boundaries? Um, number one is like you have to definitely... Uh, set set the tone with your friends immediate, immediately. Right. Um, some of the times, you know, it's it's the whole uh, transitioning period. Because when you when you're um, boyfriend and girlfriend, you know, right. it's tran it's it's your one transitioning level one. <laughs> then right. when you married, it's like level five. Right. You done skipped a few right. levels, but your friends supposed to understand. But sometimes they don't. You right. know, but at the same time. Thank God I got friends that do understand, right. you know, where, how uh, a marriage is supposed to work. And, you know, many of them ha are, you know, come from marriage families themselves. Okay. So, so nobody's know. tested that boundary in your marriage? <clears throat> uh, yeah, sometimes, but it's not like nothing. You ha It all comes down to understanding. And, right. like, you have to understand what that person's background is to understand why they're trying to push that boundary. Right. And if anybody is trying to push that boundary severely with it, like intent of like trying to sabotage a relationship, if we're a team, you know, why shouldn't you be coming being more vocal about it and saying like, yo, hey, you know, I feel like this is going on instead of acting like acting out towards it and pushing the boundaries cuz that's all it is. It's just right. people acting out irrationally and can't really 
put together their feelings. Okay, so we're going to dive more into that mm-hmm. side of it in a second. Definitely want to get Nadia and Dustin's points um, for what they think about with that. I kind of want to piggyback off what Sean said in terms of setting the tone. So outside of marriage, when you have long-lasting friendships, your boundaries change over time. Mm. And sometimes you have friends that think that your friendship is supposed to stay the way that they were originally. Mm, yeah, right. And so when you start to learn yourself and then you express those new boundaries to your friends, they're like, whoa. Like, this is not what I was expecting. But as you learn your friends and as they learn you, then you kind of get a better understanding. And sometimes people take offense to that. And sometimes right. people are understanding. And so as you learn your friends, then you like, they kind of they kind of get it. And if the person doesn't respect that boundary, then sometimes you got to let that friendship go. That's real. That's real. You dive right into it. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't sugar cho- we not sugarcoating. Um, I would also piggyback off what you just said. Um, with a story. So I had a friend and um, she had just recently got, like me and her were cool. Like mm-hmm. we can call each other, text each other, whatever. Right. And she got a boyfriend and I guess the boyfriend, I want to say the boyfriend didn't really want her to have, like I guess he wanted to set the tone, I guess similar to what you were saying. Right. But I guess it seemed like it was more of like an insecurity thing. Right. To the point that she had contacted me once and was like, yeah, because of my relationship, like out of respect for it. Um, yeah, I can't talk to you anymore. Um, mm-hmm. And then like blocked me for like the entirety of their relationship, which was like four months <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and Dang. it was just funny because I was like, why did you think you had to block me? to protect your relationship right like some boundaries i think some people may not understand i guess the extent of like how far it should go right. like if you just said like yeah we probably can't talk on the phone no more cool you know yeah and then even like what she said with like long-lasting friendships like some of the things that you used to do you can't really do anymore right so i think it comes from a point where people i guess both if we're talking about couples yeah have to understand like okay the tier of friends like you have like your best friends like you'll pick up from the for them no matter what like you'll do anything for them no matter what like that's a given then you have like say tier two where it's like yeah they're in and out of your life but you know if they need you they need you but you don't really have to help them kind of thing right and then you have the people that are like leeches that just (laughs) you know that that's what you was was talking yeah that it's really more so like you guys probably been friends for like it could be 20 years but it's really one-sided like that person probably always needs something from you you don't necessarily need anything from them you're always helping them and then you're probably like all right look i gotta take my girl out on a date i can't give you the sixty dollars that you may need, like go ask someone else or whatever the case may be. Yeah, you kind of yeah. like that's what they be getting. Sixty dollars though. Yeah. I mean, they don't give me sixty dollars. That's very specific. Like yeah. I thought that yeah. was yeah. sixty dollars. You, you want to make it, you wanna make it better? Fifty dollars. That sounds yeah. better for you. <laughs> yeah. But no, nah, I mean, there's just people that just you know, like I said, yeah. that are like leeches, and they know that you have helped them in the past, and they'll to continue to right? yeah to take advantage at that point. Sheesh. So you kind of set the boundary to be like, nah, buddy. You said a lot of different points I want to get at. Yeah. Because the first one is like, I forgot about this till just now. Even though we had this conversation, the topic was already in my head. Like I had a friend, a very close friend. I called him a best friend. Um, we was kids, man, and she got into a relationship. And and this, you know, I looking back now, I can see why this happened a little bit more, but like I am very transparent. Like I'm emotionally intelligent. I can tell somebody I love you and understand what that really means, right? Mm-hmm. I can tell a guy like I love you, brother. And I, it's not I'm not feeling nowhere. The female friends like I love you. You know what that means. I'm not saying I'm trying to fall in love with you, right? So 
we was into the conversation, said, all right, love you. That was it. He saw that, and then that created an influence of setting boundaries because that mm -hmm. was something we already did, but obviously as a man, especially being young, so a young man, that made him push her to say, yo, yeah, nah, we can't be cool at all. And to your point of the tears, I'm like, oh, like we not even, I'm not, I'm not a leech, for sure I'm not a leech. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she keep her $60. But <laughs> like we were like best friends. Like I knew her whole family, like we did everything. And then, you know, we haven't talked since and now they're not together. Uh, I don't I don't know, but I've heard they're not together. And it's like, dang, we could have had a beautiful friendship. I could have watched your kids grow up. I could have been there for you. You you know, could have watched me grow. And that could have been something a lot bigger than the insecurity that was displayed to influence the boundary. So that that balancing act of like figuring out what influences how you build boundaries is something, man. But Nadia, I'm sorry. You know, you got to um, say something. <clears throat> sorry. Um, that makes me wonder what, how she valued that friendship. And then also, it's less of a reflection on you and her, but more so a reflection on him. And he clearly has some healing to do. Saying, yeah, because yeah. Um, you shouldn't be threatened by your partner's male friends if it's strictly platonic, right? Mm -hmm. So you can't expect <clears throat> coming into a relationship or dating ship that this person doesn't have friends of the opposite sex. And I think those conversations have to happen early on. I Okay, oh, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. I, <laughs> I wanted. This is all right. Tough. So I mean, I'm in a room with men. No, so, no, no. You can tag a woman there, right? She got some background <laughs> speaking yeah, right here. So number one, the first thing you really have to think about is like, where does that person of the opposite sex, like, where do they get their philosophies from? Mm. We are all from like, as guys. Like when we're growing up, we have there's philosophies, schoolyard philosophies that goes on. Like if this girl is talking to one boy, she's not just talking to one boy, she's talking to many. And then you have other philosophies like, oh, if that if he's you have social philosophies. These are just like just random street stuff that mm -hmm. no no type of research yeah. went into it. It's just like random stuff. Like you have like dudes about like, oh, she's talking to one dude. Oh, oh yeah, look through that phone like. We, they, these things build insecurities within us, and especially in our okay. black community, it's, it's like it is very hard because we've like on our side we've seen the negative, the the girl that yeah. was that negative, yeah. and then for y'all, y'all seen the guy that was that dog or whatever that that uh, you know what I mean? Like it's definitely those type of those type of things that that build those type Sean, of can borders. I, can I just clarify something real quick? Do you believe that? your partner can have like male best friends at this point? Yes, um, definitely. Um, it just depends on, so the person has to r like really respect you. If they're, if they're respectful of like y'all's, y'all relationship well, and are everything. Are you gauging this or is she gauging this and then telling you and you trust her to do that? Say that again. You said the person, so I'm assuming if that's her best friend, yeah. you're trusting her to know where he stands or you want to yes, meet him? exactly, no. That too, of course, <laughs> of course. You know what I'm saying? That's like Timmy. Every day you talk about Timmy. I don't. I don't really know who Timmy is, and Timmy is so this, and Timmy is so Timmy. that. Yeah, I need yeah. to know who Hashtag, Timmy is. Come on. Hashtag fond Timmy. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, I have to definitely meet the person. Most definitely, um, see where they're from. I'm like an observer, so I'm just like. I, hey, what's going on? Whatever. We're having cordial conversation. I, right. I need to see what his conversation is right. as a person. And that goes vice versa. If I have a, a woman that's a, a friend, you know what I'm saying? I expect my wife to be like, introduce, introduce her, tell her, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, this, this is her, what she does, where she's from, her right. background and everything. 
and really like y'all have to find a way to like bond with with your your opposite sex friends but also have that that mutual respect of with course. each other like right. yo you know I wouldn't be going out with Timmy for <laughs> drinks on my own. I'm definitely going with uh, yeah, whoever named Timmy out here. My <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sneaking all smoke right now. You know what I'm saying? And and like if I was if I was going out with the girl, you know what I'm saying? I could definitely bring my wife along. If it's not, I'm not going to a place or I'm bringing the. You know what I'm saying? Oh, where no. where it's just only me and that person. You don't put yourself into temptation temptations um type of situation. A lot of stuff. Just, just okay. stop. Just stop. Uh, my fault. Nadia, I know you got points over here. My fault. Um, before Sean started talking, I was gonna say that's yeah. definitely a conversation when you're first dating someone to have that conversation. Mm -hmm. How they feel about friendships of the opposite sex. Mm -hmm. Um, temptation. There are friendships where you're not. There's no idea of temptation because you don't look at them that way. So like me and Earl have been from your perspective. Yeah, but okay. I would think that like if you had that friend and you had that conversation, like we don't find each other attractive. Hold up, hold, hold that, right? Okay. Now, granted, <laughs> like I have friendships with Mel that are like ten plus years old, mm -hmm. right? And so if I'm and I'm currently dating someone, right? Mm -hmm. And we've had that conversation where like, how do you feel about X, Y, and Z or whatever? There's no problem with it as long as there's respect between who my friend is and who I'm dating at this point, right. and there's no boundaries crossed. So at that point, like if some if I was dating someone that was insecure in that aspect and I'm setting him and the boundary is set between my friend, him, me and, and the person that I'm dating, and he still feels insecure about that, then that's a him problem. Mm. Because that those those conversations was had. You get what I'm saying? Right. So I'm I don't feel like I should be in a position to choose my friends that are ten plus years strong, five years strong, mm. or whatever, because they were there for me when this part person that I just met that I'm just starting to date wasn't there. You get what I'm saying? Right. And so like with your situation with your friends, you said y'all was children and y'all yeah. had years in and then she started to date someone and was just like, I got to cut you off. Then in a reflection, like how did I cherish that friendship with you? Right. You know, because someone that I'm dating came along. Yeah. I think in the, our youth, we don't really understand it to that extent. Yeah. We kind of just want to make whoever we're with happy. And I it's mean, like you can cold... make the person that you're with happy, but how much of yourself and how much of your friendship do you sacrifice to make that person happy without them understanding that you're going to have solid friendships with nothing intimate, romantic, or nothing happening between you and that person? Right. I and think then... there's more... Oh, I was going to say it's more like a domino effect as well. Like, mm -hmm. it can... Like, if he or she can make you disown your friend of however many years, mm -hmm. then what's next? Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of like... It can right. kind of turn into like manipulation in a way right. where that person starts to lose themselves and then they finally break and then what? They're trying to pick, um, pick up all the pieces later on right. in life and it's just like, it's unhealthy. It and is. then, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. then when, God forbid, that relationship doesn't work out and you come stumbling back to your friend, how does that friend take that in? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Another thing is, oh, oh sorry. Everybody want to talk. Yeah, <laughs> you know, my fault, my fault. Another thing is, if that person is really your friend, they would respect the boundaries you're setting with yeah. them um, and your partner. Like if they, if you said, "Yo, you know, my 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 husband for mm -hmm. you," if my husband is definitely, you know, he's definitely moving suspicious. I mean, it's ten years plus we got a relationship, but he's not comfortable with me going out with you or any guy friend, like right? And w would you say that, uh, you know, it's two, it's ten years we together. They, that person needs to get over it. Or would you like he's honoring that part of it, right? Mm -hmm. He's saying like I wouldn't do that to you. But are you saying that, uh, you know, 
regardless of the fact, I'm going to do what I want to do or, you no, know. I, in relationships, of course, there's compromise, right? Okay. Right. And so my thing is, I was speaking of someone that I'm just starting to date. I'm just right, starting right, to get right. to know. Okay. Now, if there's someone that I'm long in a relationship with, very yeah. serious or whatever, mm -hmm. then there's a conversation of why do you feel like this friendship is threatening? Mm. Because then you got to have like a valid reason or, you know, right. it can't be something irrational or catered directly to your insecurities because, right. again, that is something that you have to heal from. Why are you insecure about this person? What right. did they do? Did they disrespect you? Did they cross a certain boundary that made you feel like this is not okay? You get what I'm right. saying? Because some people will get in relationships and the person is simply male or female, not comfortable with the person friend of the opposite sex simply because of their own insecurities. Yeah, and is, exactly, that valid, yeah. is, is that a valid yeah, reason? Most definitely. Past yeah. trauma is something that we all have to heal mm -hmm. from. Right. But at what point do you take accountability for yourself mm -hmm. and not project that on your partner's friendships? Okay. Yeah, each case is definitely different. And I think you made a great point. Because I'm sitting here thinking as you're talking, I'm like, oh, shoot, that happened with me and Jeanette. Like, we had a situation. She was like, yo, this isn't, I don't rock with that no more. And I, it was a valid reason, though. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know what? Bet. Right, I, I knew it. this person you know? before you. I love this person. Like I love being around them. They cool and everything like that. All right, yo, can't can't do this because mm -hmm. because we, we years in. Right. I, I'd rather I'm compromised for sure. Like I'm going on this way. So mm -hmm. I think it definitely is a case by case scenario. But to drift from just relationships, um, and Dustin, you are doing a lot of dope stuff, man. Um, and I think it would be great to talk about how you are creating boundaries as you start to grow and folks. I'm assuming are tapping you more and you have to keep building new boundaries in different ways that you probably haven't had to do before. Like how, how are you doing that if you are doing that? Um, well, it's just saying no more often. Right. Um, That's been the word for the day. Right? <laughs> <laughs> say no. no. I mean, no. you know, like a lot of people probably can't have access as much as before. Like trying not to be as accessible at the same time because right. – I'm big on energy, so right. I feel like a lot of different energies just being mixed with, especially if you got a good momentum on, like, say, being successful. Right. It's like, all right, if I used to go to parties before, I don't really want to be in the party scene no more. I need right. to double down on exactly what is important to me and what I need to do. So if that means, and I mean, I started this a while ago, too. Like, once I really started picking up, like, with social media stuff, right. I stopped hanging out with a lot of, like, my friends I grew up with. Mm. And that's not to say, like, oh, man, like, F y'all or anything. It's just like, I really need to focus on myself. So I hope you guys can understand right. that. And we're still best friends to this day. So they did understand that. Right. So it's just like, the higher you go, it's just like, all right. If I'm here, you know, everyone does the same. Oh my gosh, you're famous. Like <laughs> when I walked in here. But <laughs> but it's we're also just, just like, I, like some people are different. So some people would do the, oh my gosh, you're famous. Yeah. But say, yo, I'm proud of you. Right. There's other people that are like, oh, you're just famous. So what do you do? Like, it's just like you want to know more so you can be a leech, I guess, let's say. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, to continue with that. Right. But it's just really like realizing like what people's, especially going to LA. Like, mm. I've been to LA a lot. Energy over there, different. It, it's yeah. it's fake. Yeah. It's a lot of fake energy yeah. where people don't necessarily care what your name is, they care right. about what you do. Right. See over here in New York, we don't care about what you do at all. Yeah, everybody. Like just, just that one care. post that said, like, <laughs> yeah. we don't care about the celebrity. Like, we are the celebrities. <laughs> like, we don't care. Like, Jay Z could be sitting right here, be like, oh, yo, what up? Uh, yeah, not Jay Z, you know but saying? that's how we would act. Someone in L. A. would be like, yeah. you. In, someone in L. A. would be like, you interned for Jay Z? Oh my gosh! Like, yeah. how do you? 
and get to know everything about what you do you bring them with you and then they'll just throw you to the side and just right. try to take your opportunity or whatever so because of also things like that and things like i've experienced like that is like yeah i can't just be accessible to everybody like oh so man hey like what's up it's like the old the family members trying to put their hand in the pot because they know you're making right. money now like hey man right. yo let me hold some i know you <laughs> no right and they don't really know nothing they don't exactly. know what you got on your plate. and then some people are sneaky with it where they'll say hey like come on to the, this event or something and it's like right all right i'm here yeah so yo let's take pictures let me... yeah yo i'm with my famous friend oh <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's my friend in real life okay but no but there are some people that have just you know fake intentions of where course. you just again have to they put up like boundaries opportunist. Yeah, yeah. Opportunist. and even some friends may act like that too like oh yeah that's my friend i've been knowing them okay whoa whoa why you yeah. feel the need to exert that yeah, yeah all of a sudden yeah. for what some personal gain clout right. experience whatever so but yeah it's just say no yeah say no pretty much <laughs> more so um, man, I had another question, especially for Sean, because you talked about like not putting yourself in those situations where you would lose against lust or any other mm, scenario. Yeah. And we could have got into that. My producer said we got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope that's a, a good nugget um, that we already covered. Different um, episode. Yeah, man. <laughs> and, and, and everybody watching this season was a little rushed. I ain't going to lie to you. Like, not rushed, but it was shorter. So I hoped it could be something more digestible. But these conversations are too good to be this short. So I'm definitely going to change it next season. But I appreciate y'all coming. Thank y'all for taking the time. Um, yeah, until next time. <laughs>